Alright, today is Friday, January 19, 2024. I'm Tata Gossawar. This is Worldview's Mini Podcast 42, Mini Maxi Podcast 493. We'll figure out how long it goes. Um, I'm here. We just had lunch with my good friend Jared Coriva once again, and he has got a bunch of new toys <laughs> for uh, AR, VR, and one is audio only, right? Yeah, one is audio. One is all cool, however. And so I just, uh, you know, with the Vision Pro coming out on February 2nd, which neither of us plan to spend bazillion dollars on, but we're interested in it. Jared's also spent half a bazillion dollars on his story so far. I'll have a photo. And so I just want to talk about what you think about the Vision Pro and then especially in, in relation to what you've already had, I'm literally already had in front of us. What do you think? You know, what's your eye, what's your eye like? I don't want to spend even half a bazillion dollars. Yeah. Quarter bazillion. I, I actually think these X-Real Air, the new version of it, which yeah. is the two Ultras, yeah. is probably the best one to get. But it hasn't been, a release state hasn't been announced yet. Um, but I think that would be the closest to a Vision Pro in the way that I would yeah. use it. And and the main thing is that spatial type of thing with yeah. lock screens. and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it also does hand gestures because that one has cameras. I see. And in the one that Jared's showing now, he's his glasses. As prescription lenses in front of the the transparent screen. Yeah. Um, so you don't even need that new Panasonic. Yeah. <laughs> no. But those sound interesting. I mean, all the vision improvement stuff. Yeah. And often a tangent. There's a Luxottica device connected to glasses similar to my audio only lens that will amplify who you're looking at. So like if oh. you're in a restaurant. Yeah. You can actually hear a person that you're looking at oh, them, really? and it would mask off the rest of the song. Wow. Yeah. Cone of silence. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should know the X-Reel that uh, Jared's showing me, and I'll, I'll take a picture. Of, I took a picture of it. There is a device that looks like an iPod, literally, like the old iPod with the ring, volume control. And you were telling me before we started podcast, this is actually the awkward processing engine to keep the glasses to a reasonable size. It's yeah. not anywhere as heavy. I, I let them try them on. Not anywhere as big or heavy as the Vision Pro. Yeah, it weighs, I believe this version of it weighs 75 grams, and then the new one's 80, which isn't much more. Yeah. Um, but again, the, no compute, no battery. There's, it has to be tethered to something. Right. And it's not a gigantic thing. It's like, well, it's like in the old days when we carried an iPod in their pocket with some headset, wired headsets coming off, which is what it looks like, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have two wires coming off this with yeah, so the second one I hooked up to the iPad. Ah, got it. Um, because you need a, yeah, oh, but actually, yeah, it has its own wireless player on it. Yeah, so it can play certain apps. Oh, interesting. Like Netflix. Yeah. Speaking of which, right, Vision Pro, right, and it's not that the Apple can't do it, but Netflix, YouTube, and somebody else have decided they're not going to provide the apps for the Vision Pro. I think it's because of the deal they signed with Disney. Ah. And so they're opening with the entire Disney library. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I believe the other guys are like, well, where's our dollars in this or where's our advertising? That makes st- sense because I know the Steve Jobs estate was like the largest single shareholder in Disney. So yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, this is really cool. It looks like oversized regular glasses, like maybe from the 1960s, yep. but not gigantic and scary looking or like the Vision Pro. Right. Um, and it does have that iPod. Like, hey, what's the other one you've got? You've got one of the ring thing that you wear. Yeah. So this, this one with the ring thing is a, from a company called Inmo. I-N-M-O. I-N-M-O. And they say that because the, they're Chinese, it means in mirror. Oh, okay. So kind of makes sense. 
but it uses waveguide technology for the lenses, so the lenses are completely clear. Wow. Um, and then there's going to be another manufacturer, TCL. You know the guys that make the TV? Yes. They're going to be coming out with a version with waveguide lenses as well. And so that's the one I'm waiting for is the second version of that they showed at CES because they really do look like glasses. Like these are look like chunky glasses. Right. But it doesn't look as big. Yeah. 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 Now, this is not the one that lets you adjust the diopters for people who are glasses, oh, right? That's just broken. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. which you showed last time. So how do you, you wear prescription glasses, I, I know. From, yeah. So how do you deal with prescription glasses? Does it for those, I have to wear contacts. But uh, they do have inserts that you can buy. The problem is because this Chinese company is so small, um, there's no prescription guides that I could find that would cut the lenses. And so this one is the one that you said, uh, this one also has a tethered yeah. something. So this, this company, Rokid, is very similar to X-Real in their technology. So the birdbath lenses, and right. stuff like that. But what they did is they put diopters to adjust the camera distance from the prisms. So it can correct your vision without having prescription lenses. That is awesome. Yeah. The, the problem with these, well, other than the aesthetics, I think the X-Rolls look more like sunglasses. These yeah. are more like Spaceman. Yeah. Uh, they look good, though. I mean, they're smaller, yeah. and I like them. And the new version of this that has not come to the U.S. yet, but I believe is in China, has a similar beam mm -hmm. and has a camera in the front in the middle that can do spatial as well. You know what it looks like? It looks like really lightweight snow goggles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, very, it's not like gigantic goggles, but for people you know, who are just sort of having fun on their, you know. And I think these are really comfortable. Yeah. The way that they made the... Yeah. Yeah. And the ability to adjust the diopters for your... It's amazing. I mean, without any additional cost. That to me was like the winner for me as a glasses wearer. Yeah. Wow. And the, the last the last one you have is uh, audio only, right? Correct. And so that's from a company called Solos. And I bought these with prescription lenses. Ah. And it's it's audio only, um, but it they do have their own like chat GPT assistant that's built into it. Um, I really haven't used it, so I, I don't know how well it uses how well it works. Yeah. Um but I use that probably the most often other than working because it's a way that I can play a podcast and walk to walk, wow. walk to the office. Yeah. And just have it play. And when you you know, so I've never bought any of these obviously and I have never bought anything needed a prescription other than my eyeglasses. Is it hard to get a prescription lens for something like this? No, because they partnered with a company that does custom uh. lenses. The X-Rails, I think, I think they have something like 500,000 units sold. And so there's quite a number of, of vendors that will do lenses cutting for it. Yeah. Um, and the Roll Kids have a pretty good size group as well. I'm going to take a picture of what your prescription lens looks like. So people kind of know what I'm talking about. I'm interested to see if you could have more with diopters or even be able to adjust the image to your vision rather than your vision to the lens. Right. But... I think that technology is not quite here yet. But that's pretty close. And I know yeah. I tried it last time and I did for the bus for a few seconds. I was like, whoa, dark. But the thing is that when you're looking through it, the things in business will be blurry. Yeah. Which kind of helps. Clothing. Yeah. Because you, you don't want to like focus on two different things at the same time. Right. But the x roll because it has the prescriptions in front of your eye, right. it's everything just looks like you're wearing glasses. And you use some of these for your work, right? Like your daily job. Yeah. So I use either the X-Rolls or the Rokids on a yeah. daily basis. I I got rid of my external monitor. I gave it away because I think these are better. They're much larger. And yeah. you can position it in space as close as you want your right. face. And when you turn your head, they're like there. Yeah. So And so it really depends. Like my vision changes by the day. I don't know. Maybe it's probably because I'm getting older. <laughs> 
And so it's kind of nice to be able to adjust what I'm looking at, you know, change religion on the fly. Right, right, right. Wow. Okay. So do you know anybody, you don't have to name names, you know anybody who's going to actually buy the Vision Pro that you, I don't yes, know anybody. I actually do. Oh, okay. <laughs> and has that person said why they are going to, I think that's curiosity. He's a super Apple lover uh, and, and, I, and he loves this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I've convinced him to buy a few of these items already, so... He's that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and I think he's willing to spend it because he believes that there's going to be new iterations after. And I believe there will be too. Yeah. Um, I think this X-Real Ultra, the new version of these that are coming out and the new TCL ones are going to get us closer to that um, less obtrusive types of devices that you can use walking around town or even driving. Oh, wow. In fact, X-Roll had partnered with BMW, I think. So yeah. their passenger can watch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say the driver, they probably want to yeah. not allow you to do that. But then there's a possibility of it doing almost like a HUD display. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that transparent TV they right. load at CS. I was like, I don't want that in my house because I really don't want to see my wall when I'm watching, you know, Star Wars or whatever. But um, I can see it in my windshield. Yeah. There, there's one version of it that they can, you could change the backlighting on it. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know why I would get a transparent one unless I put it against the window. And even then, it was like, isn't that distracting? I mean, you really want to see, in your case, like the rest of Honolulu. Right. When you're watching a TIE fighter, you know, dive into the Death Star or something. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was my thing. And that's why I told my friend I was going to buy the Vision. I was yeah. like, other than other than these new glasses that are coming out and the, yeah. all that stuff, the those transparent TVs are cool, yeah. but I just don't see spending money on it. Yeah. Yeah, not a must have. Yeah, I mean, if I had endless amounts of money and I just yes, deliver one just cars. I don't know what to do with it, but do it. The foldable <laughs> stuff is amazing. Yeah, that that I'm interested to see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who was it Lenovo or somebody had that whatever that thing. yeah that unfolding curling yeah. uh, laptop. Yeah, yeah, that's and I don't know if, I don't know if uh, my audio filter is going to have but there is a I think I hear a fire anchor. Yeah, in the background. We are like a block away from a, a large fire station. That's not unusual in this part of town. <laughs> if anybody's ever lived or worked downtown, it's very familiar with that sound. But uh, they are usually, does, uh, I'm sorry, I'm using Adobe Podcast Enhanced to handle this. Stuff. Okay. And it, pretty it, well. it works particularly well, I think, in this situation where we don't have a lot of immediate ambient surround sound, except for grease and stuff, which is minor. I've recorded in a busy restaurant several times that it, you can hear some aliasing, but otherwise if you know look great one um i might even pay for it right now it's it's you can get like 30 minutes processing for free and i think or two or two half an hour for free and then if you pay more you get it's i think i'll spend a hundred dollars harder <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so what do you think about the vision pro i mean so your friend's gonna buy it yeah and you know we we've been looking at it even though we have no intention of, it's sort of like you know like we might look at a maserati and go yeah it's sort of interesting but well, I don't know about you. You might buy one. <laughs> I have no ever intention. No, I, I, I like I said, I, I put a pre-order for a device that's being made by Immerse. Yeah, and and the reason being is that I've used Immerse before with um, Quest 2s. Yeah, um, for a virtual workspace type of right. environment. Right. The reason why I don't use it on a regular basis is because I just don't like going to headset. Yeah, and so what Immerse is doing is kind of this virtual office, but with a much smaller format, almost the size of what I would say are like ski goggles, like you said. So even smaller than the Apple. Yeah, yeah. And everything's smaller than Apple. Everything in front of me 
you've got four devices, but none of them. Some of them look like maybe slightly oversized eyeglasses, horn rim glasses, or small, a very small ski goggles, but none of them are the gigantic, yeah. you know, scared of flight attendant when you wake up on the airplane. The the real difference with the those types of goggle devices is yeah. that you get almost 110, if not more, degree, I mean, uh, field of view. Yeah. Um, these glasses, because of the limitations of the optic, they max out at around 52. Yeah, and so that's why you get. I I wanted you to see that right off that you love in yeah. my head. Yeah, which is still not a big deal. It's not a no. I, I think a lot of people their vision ends at about a hundred and ten or something. Yeah, and so stuff in the peripheral you kind of see, but you don't really focus. Right, it's not foldia. You're looking with the, the rods, not the cones. That right. My my vision physiology, <laughs> but anyway, um, part of my misspent mood, but. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, well, thanks for having lunch with me. Thanks for taking time to do this schedule lunch and showing me all your toys and your thoughts. And I, I still think you're going to buy Vision Pro maybe two, model two. Nah, <laughs> I, I, again, I, I think the main reason why, and I bought a Quest two just to see, yeah. is that the headgear is just too much to wear. Yeah. Um, I think this format where you're talking 80 grams at most. Yes. A large eyeglass. Yeah. I think is perfect. Yeah. I agree. I, I think for me, the Vision Pro is the way I looked at the first iPod. When the first iPod was out, which was right after 9-11, as you might recall, October 2001, I looked at it, I think it was $400 for five gigabytes, which was immense at that time. But $400 for an MP3 player, I remember looking at it and go, what is Apple thinking? Has they gone nuts? Nobody's going to buy this. And of course, you know, this is why nobody hires me to be a financial profit, because <laughs> I was so wrong. <laughs> And and I did eventually buy an iPad iPod Nano, I think, because it came down to like two hundred dollars, and it was really small and didn't have a it had a solid state. Solid state, yep. And uh, you know, so I think it even had a camera, maybe. But, yeah, maybe. But uh, so I think I think eventually, if I live long enough, I'll buy like you know the second or third generation when it's like not a bazillion dollars, because right now thirty five hundred plus prescription, and then I think you got to pay for like. Some kind of servicing, probably, and I don't even know what the Apple Care is going to look like. On well, and you'll know how long the device is going to be serviced, like yeah. laptop or desktop. Exactly. Yeah, you're talking three to five years, maybe. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. That said, you know, I and I've mentioned in a podcast, uh, last couple of podcasts, I was really surprised that Apple offered me Apple Care extension. Oh, that's new. Well, yeah. So, and I, which I did pay for. So I have an iPad Mini six. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, the last iPad made a couple years ago. And it, it so it's two years old now or became two years old. And it said, hey, your iPad is two years old. You want a Apple Care extension for $70 or something. I said, yes, quick, you know, just in case, because whatever. And then I got a, another one because I, I think my um, MacBook Air, I have an M1. Though. First generation M1 MacBook Air went out of warranty. I think it's three years old. And I said, do you want to extend that warranty for like $150? I said, yeah, because I don't plan to buy a new MacBook. But, you know, one of the things you learn when you retire, but it's far in the future, your computing needs go way down. <laughs> I, I swear, and I don't know if it's just the path of my career, but I think my computing needs have declined 
dramatically since I was in my 20s. Like, yeah, at this point, using a, a browser-based platform, so I use a Chromebook. Yeah, me too. I just find it so much easier and lighter. Um, it's a lot cheaper. And I think it's the same thing with what you're talking about, the Apple Care, that yeah. Google has also extended their Chromebook licenses. So their end of lives. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think we're coming to a point where people aren't buying things in a regular cycle, a three-year cycle like they used to. Yes. Yeah. Really right. Um, and, and speaking of which, uh, an iPad, I have an M2 iPad. It is, it is the fastest computing device in my home at the yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to admit, it, it's amazing what those do. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I plug it into an external screen and I've got an external display and, you know, like whatever number of inches, a Bluetooth keyboard, and you're off and running it. And it's got windows. It's amazing. But that's why I'm, I'm thinking, and people have already talked about this, that they believe the Apple Vision Pro eventually will replace mobile phone. That, yeah. You, are not gonna, you can do everything with the, the goggles. Yeah. I, I believe that these types of devices will probably replace iPads and computers as well. I think so. I think once the, once the, well, I don't know the, the price is actually already there. Uh, although you still need to have a computing device attached them to yeah. actually show something. But I think that that's going to happen before I die, I think. I think the voice interfaces that kick her, and that's our earlier yeah. discussion about AI. Yeah. I think that's really where everything just flips over because your input device changes. I've been thinking about buying that Rabbit R1. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of admit, I, I've been curious about that too. I don't see how it's going to work in an office situation. I mean, in a pre-pandemic office, we have like lots and lots of people around you. And you're walking down a hallway, and I talk to myself anyway, so people got used to that. But seriously, you know, you're starting to ask questions, and then you follow up questions, and there's nobody here but you. Know. <laughs> and you're not on a phone. Well, you're kind of on a phone-like device. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work, especially if you work in an area with cubicles versus individual office. But I mean, imagine if you're wearing glasses and you're in the immersive yeah. environment where you're talking to it and it's flipping up screen. Right. Documents. Right. You're walking down the hall. Oh, yeah. Show me the next slide. Yeah. Where's yeah. that spreadsheet? How much did yeah. I spend on this? Yeah. 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 Amazing. Can you change the summation of that row from <laughs> Yeah. That mean, and you're like, you're just passing people. And I, and I think that's not that far away. No. I think all of Microsoft's co-pilot development is in that direction. Yeah. And I think Google Guard, which is now not called Assistant, is the same thing. Yeah. By the way, what do you think about the cost for Bard Advanced or whatever they're called? And yeah. $30 per seat is a lot for, for co-pilot. I'm still trying to figure out. I, I Well, they're trying to figure out what their pricing models are going to look like. Because yeah. at front, even with ChatGPT using a professional version, it was just too expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, at any rate, I want to again thank Jared for showing me all these AR, VR, and audio glasses. Um, well, let's talk again after Vision Pro comes down, your friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. No, I, I'm pretty sure you put a pre-order. I got to go ask him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think this is what we use uh, mini podcast 42. Not a gossip work with good friend Jared Free, but in person, outdoors with fire engines. Yeah. <laughs> It was fun. Thanks. I will talk to you next time.